ね Welcome back to the Garden State Outdoors and Podcast presented by Boondocks Hunting. I'm your host, Mike Nitre. I'm Frank Mastica. And Steve Molnar. Welcome back, guys. I mean, it's another good week, another successful week, um, another fun adventure that we've been having. You know, we're, we're right around the corner. What, roughly, there's three days left or two days left in, you know, most zones. And then you have the extended period, which will go for another, like, two weeks. So we're, we're almost at that, the finish line with uh, deer season. And, you know, it's what a whirlwind. And, you know, it's it's been a interesting journey. But, oh, man, I I can't believe it's already over. Like, it's already almost over. Like, we're, we're right there. It feels like just yesterday. <laughs> it was opening day. Yes, yes and no. Yes, yes and no. I, I would agree with you for the most part. But then there are definitely moments uh, this season where I'm like, especially in the past couple of weeks where I'm like, man, thank goodness this is over. I'm ready. I'm ready for yeah. some turkey or something else. It's been a long season, but it's been great. Yeah. It's been awesome. Yeah. T- today I was like, I actually funny story. So I, I get set up and I got out early cause I was going to make a move closer, but I just didn't know where these deer were coming from. So I didn't want, I was like, you know what, let me sit back up on this ridge again. So I was out there like four, four and a half hours early, and I knew they don't really move until maybe the last hour, maybe, maybe even like sooner than that. So I'll sit up there. It's cold. I haven't eaten. The only thing I had to eat today was like a croissant and a banana, and I was starving. And I was like, I can't sit here and watch Gordon Ramsay and not eat anything. So I literally climbed down. Hiked all the way back to the tr- left, all my stuff, hiked all the way back to the truck. Here's a quick check, literally like the next exit down, down the road, <laughs> went to quick check, got myself a whole bunch of food, drove all the way back, ate most of it in the, in the truck, hiked all the way back in, climbed all the way back up, ate some more perfect. Like I got back in with like two hours left to spare. And, you know, then, then once, you know, you got that food in your belly, it's like, all right, like everything's so much better now. Like, you know, yep. I stopped moving as much. I stopped like and I just sat there and I just like chilled. And the, the coolest thing was like, you know, it worked out. I had three does come in. Um, I didn't really they were silent. I didn't really hear them. And then I heard a twig snap. I looked up and right when I looked up, my phone started going off because they're right in front of the trail camera. And I was probably about 60, 80 yards up on a ridge. I'm able to watch everything. Like I got a great view. I love it. It's a great spot, you know, um, to do an observation set really. And yeah, these deer were skittish. I mean, Mm -hmm. I didn't really even move much. I think I took my binos out and that's really about it. And I think, the bino bag just dangled a little bit too much. And that's what they picked up on. And yet again, I'm like 60, 80 yards away. You would think it's like, all right, you're all good. But these deer have been hunted all season. And literally the one lead doe, the, the nanny doe, she just, nope, took off, tail up, took off running. And the rest of the two ran after. But the good thing is they didn't blow at me or anything like that. It was a windy day too. So, yeah. you know, yeah. I'll take that as in maybe they just they saw a movement that they didn't like, but they weren't 100 percent sure what it is. But they're not going to feel like take that risk, probably because they've been shot at probably multiple times 
at this point already in the season. So they just said, nope, let me just get out of there. But the good thing is they didn't blow. So I'm expecting them hopefully to be back either tomorrow or, or Wednesday and yeah. be able to get a get a shot on because I'm moving closer now. I'm definitely going to get into that definitely. killing range. I know the trail that they're coming from today confirmed it all. So I'm, I left. I took my sticks down and put them in a stump that had that it's done. It's just completely dead and it's shallow. And I put my mm. sticks in there, cl- covered it with leaves, and I just that's it. Took off and and mm. headed home, and we'll be back out tomorrow. Nice, good, nice. That's awesome. Yeah, you see, you see these guys on on uh, the different channels, right? They're out there hunting, and they've got their microphone, you know, whatever wireless appel on or whatever, and they're talking to the camera. And they're whispering, and the deer is like, you know, twenty yards away, and you're like, I can't do that. Like I can't even, I can't even lip, like move my lips. Like as if I'm like, someone's trying to read my lips. I can't even do that. How are these guys talking with these deer, these close? So I totally get you on that note. Yeah. It's, it's always kind of blown my mind. Uh, when, when you see that, um, maybe it's also cause yeah, like you said, they have the mics and everything like that. So like, yeah. I, I, I guess. Yeah. Um, but whenever I don't, I'm not talking ever when I, when there's deer in front of me, like I no. just like, it would have to be like a really windy day, rainy or, or some type of other sound, um, coming through for me to like, maybe decide to talk, but still then, like, I swear yeah. they, they just, they pick up on it. If it's a dead silent, like it's, yeah. you're not getting, oh, you're yeah. not getting away with much, especially this time of the year. I think early season, you get a lot, a lot more pull and, you know, you get a lot more, you, you get away with so much, but right now there's just literally absolutely you, everything has to be yeah. dead. Perfect. Like even the yeah, wrong totally. movement, you know, you oh, were talking yeah. about it a few episodes ago, Steve, like you had to make sure you didn't move and you're literally straining your eyes to, to try to see because yeah. like yeah. that small amount of movement at this time of the year could completely just blow your hunt. There's zero oh, cover. Yeah. Yep. And even if yep. they hear like your tree stand, like even like pop a little bit, any little thing. You know how many people I hung up on this year because I had the phone in my hand. All of a sudden I look up and there's a deer. Boop. <laughs> but they all <laughs> figured it all out. Time. Now when I yeah. hang up, they're like, all right, he's got deer by him. Yeah, no, it's I, like, <laughs> this is why I like having, I always wear headphones in. Um, So I wear, yep. I always, always mm-hmm. just in case, because there's been times where I'll forget to either turn my phone on, do not disturb, or I think it's on silent or something. And I go to yep. look and like the music or something just starts blasting. So now I just keep everything in my ear. Even if I get a phone call, like I'll answer the phone. Don't get me wrong. Like I'll talk to Bianca yeah. or FaceTime if, as long as I have service, I've shot, um, deer and ba- i shot a bear on facetime you know i've shot you know a you nice. know, i'm pretty sure i've That's shot impressive. a deer on facetime <laughs> yeah yeah two years ago i was on uh i was on the phone with kurt and we we're facetiming um because he had bears right in front of them and they're working towards me so like going through the game plan and strategy and everything like that and we're just like all right and we almost got a double down i got a little too uh trigger happy i think and i ended up spooking <laughs> one of the, one of the bears um but yeah, I'm a huge, huge um, believer in at least wearing some type of headphones, gosh forbid. And, yeah, you know, or, or if you have other hunters, we use during gun season like two or three years ago, we used uh, we downloaded a walkie talkie app 
and it actually worked out like perfectly and we were able oh, wow. to communicate well and it didn't matter where we were like it, it was honestly one of the best things where um y'all just go like hey like you know there's deer moving here or what what's everyone up to and you click and then everyone would get it and so like if i'm in the stand or the saddle or if i'm doing a drive like you're getting updated right away because it's going right into your to your ears and it's it's honestly one of the best thing that i think uh we should definitely try to use like next year. I love the app, um, especially if we do any like hunting together and stuff like that. I think it's highly uh, useful as long as you have, um, as long as we're not in somewhere where, you know, you lose service, it's, it's pretty good. I was going to say, it's like, uh, yeah. it's like bringing back the old Nextel. <laughs> yeah. 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 Exactly. <laughs> yep. yeah. yeah. No, funny. I, I agree. It's, it's hundred percent like that. And it's a, it's great, you know, cause sometimes like we talked about, like, Hunting deer hunting can be so boring sometimes. And it's like yeah. I always like hunting with you know other people, even when like when we're in the same tree. It's just so much more exciting. And you know, Jess and I, we covered this on a earlier episode. It's like instead of texting someone or 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 something like that, it's like, hey, like you can get your second opinion because the person's sitting right there. Like, hey, like, what do you think? What what should we do? Oh, that deer's coming in. It's you got extra eyes. Yeah. Just like it's crucial for deer when they're in their herd, look at how many more eyes they got to look out for a danger. Now we have an extra, you know, eyes to oh, there's a buck there. I may have never seen that. Thank God, you know, you get you got another person out there to to catch something that uh that you're sometimes not able to see. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. But um, Steve, let's how how uh how'd your day go today? You know, you got out. You're originally gonna hunt, <laughs> then you did some scouting. Um, you know, how'd that go? What 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 did you encounter? Well, Friday I was out as well. Uh, I actually hunted on Friday, uh, this past week. Um, and that you know we can get in that a little bit. But as far as today is concerned, I was gonna go out and hunt, and basically on the hill, the heels of what I encountered on Friday was the basis for the decision to not go out tonight. Uh, yesterday is the first day that I actually have had a buck on camera in daylight. And so I, I knew he wasn't going to come in two days in a row. And I was right. He didn't come in tonight. And so I said, you know what? I'm, I'm really okay. I've only got two days left. I can't get out either the next two days. I'm okay with Friday being my last day. And I've been really eager to get out and start scouting some of these properties that I've been uh, e-scouting for a couple months now. And obviously all the free time goes into hangs and not the woods um, mm -hmm. for new places. Yeah. You know, yeah, my, I'm definitely checking on spots, you know, the three or four spots that I've been hunting this year, places I'm still going, but I just wasn't willing to dedicate that time until after the season for these new places. And, and it's really interesting. You had asked me, I think the first podcast that we did three weeks ago, you'd asked me what it's like hunting down in South Jersey. And so I'm, I'm going to do my best to keep this on positive note because the season's been a grind uh, for me personally. And it's been because every single place that I've hunted, I've had someone and all public, no private, all public. I've had somebody try to either kick me off public or tell me there's no deer there or try to intimidate me or had a camera stolen or all these different things. 
Mm-hmm. And tonight when I went out again, I did kind of a different approach and I did some recordings of this and I'll release it later this week. Um, some video of kind of this experience tonight uh, between being in the woods. I actually went and knocked on some doors. I knocked on some doors of neighbors who their properties are adjacent to the access to a large swath of Wharton down in our area. And the reason for what that was, I've changed my approach. I'm not asking them for permission. I'm just letting them know that I'm in the area. Just letting them know that, hey, my car is going to be parked out over here. You don't have to worry that someone's doing something nefarious. You don't have to worry that someone's sneaking around your property. I want to be upfront and honest with you. If you want to have this conversation, if great, if not, that's fine. I'll just, I'll just go about my business. But I went and I spoke with this woman, uh, the neighbor, and I told her, hey, you know, I live in the area. I'm planning on scouting this piece of Wharton. I know that the property, your property butts up against the access point. I just want to let you know I'm going to be in here. Well, it was crazy. She just all of a sudden, she's like, oh, we already have people hunting back there. Okay. All right. Uh, On your property? And she's like, well, uh, yeah. Well, they have a horse farm. Uh, And so I was like, well, uh, yeah, on our property. I'm like, you mean in Wharton as well? She's like, well, well, once you get into the woods, it's all bog back there anyway. So, I mean, and I'm like, here we go. Like, all right. So mm-hmm. you're trying to detract me from going back here. Obviously, mm-hmm. you know, the people that are hunting here. Well, I just, you know, I didn't realize just, just how, you know, crazy all hunters are like, as far as, you know, you know, pissing on your territory and all that. And, you know, I'm like, yeah, I said, you know, it's it's mm-hmm. it's definitely a thing. And she's like, Yeah, you know, well, people put a lot of they put a lot of money into baiting and everything and all that. So I understand it. And I'm like, I totally understand, ma'am. I get where you're coming from. I said, but it is public, so I'm gonna go ahead and go back there and scout. And oh, okay, all right. Well, it was nice to meet you, this and that. So it was a good it was a good experience overall, you know, and I'm glad that I did talk to her. The other house that I went to. Uh, on the other side of this access point, the gentleman wouldn't come to the door. I saw him later as I was leaving, but whatever, that's fine. Um, <laughs> and so <laughs> I went back and I scouted this property and I probably went back about, I probably did about a mile and a quarter because I only had an hour uh, to to kind of get on this because I pulled a camera from another piece of property that I was done with for the year and did some had some other chores. Um, but I got back in there and it, it was, it was wet, but it was wet because we just got a whole bunch of rain, you know? And yeah, where they're boggy. I mean, there's literally bogs, like blueberry bogs. And I see so much of that in this area. There are a lot of abandoned blueberry bogs that have just grown over and the forest has grown up around them. And, you know, back in the day, however long ago, 40, 50 years ago, people were doing blueberries in these fields and it was abandoned. And now you still have the mounds that go for, they're like trench mounds and they go for 50, 100 yards through the woods. And it's like, wow, this is a great browsing spot. Like there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of browse here for these deer. Like this is awesome. It was still shallow into the woods, but I was like, okay, this is cool. This is a good spot. Um, And I went back a little further and I found somebody's feeder. I found a ladder stand. I found a hang on. And I marked everything and I was like, all right, I can find a way to get deeper in here. I'm not even close to hitting this 200 plus acre parcel here. Um, So I think it's still got, it's still 
got some opportunity there. And like I said, I kind of recorded um, the process and I'll be able to put that out a little later this week and kind of have a first, you know, firsthand uh, view of, of what kind of went through. So, but, uh, but it was good overall. It was good. And I'm glad that I got out and uh, there'll be a lot more of that. Yeah, no, uh, listen, it's, it's, People are territorial, like the woman said, and it's a hundred percent the way that she was acting. It's a, she knows those people or, or, you yeah. know, yeah. and, but I, like, I, I agree with, I understand both sides of the story, but yet, yet again, everything's public. And, you know, I would have responded as she goes, Oh, there's bogs. I was like, perfect. That's exactly what I'm yes. looking for. Like that, yeah. that is it. Yeah. yeah. You always think about it after the fact though, <laughs> sometimes, yeah. you know? Yeah, no, and that's the thing. Yeah. I once had a, um, I once had a woman. She lived right across the street from uh, WMA that I've hunt, and I still hunt now. I think she passed away, um, and Bianca and I are actually pretty close to buying her place. Um, oh wow! It, yeah, we we tried that. Just mm. unfortunately, I think because of her age and everything, she didn't keep up with it. So mm. the town only they're like it can only be cash offer. Like we're only taking oh, cash offers wow. because yeah. I guess it it wasn't going to pass certain, you know, you know, things that it needed to pass. So I guess no bank wanted to do any loan. You know what I mean? Yeah. Your yeah, mortgage, so, you're running into problems yeah. with your mortgage and all that. Yeah. yeah. So it had to be somebody who had a lot of money that could mm-hmm. tear it down and build it back up in which it they did. Right. Yep. But, you know. I remember we we parked one day. We we're just going into a scout. I can't remember exactly what we we're doing. This is years ago. And we pulled over to the side um, and she comes out and she goes, you can't deer hunt here. And we're like, OK, like, <laughs> OK. And she's like, you know, I feed these deer and you guys just come in here and kill like yada yada. She was starting to go yep. off, you know, and I was like, listen, man, like I, I understand <laughs> what you what you're saying. But at the end of the day state land and there is nothing that you can really do about it and you know i'm yeah i'm sorry that's when you tell us i'm gonna call the police that's when you tell her oh don't worry man i won't shoot your deer (laughs) yeah yeah oh yeah well those are safe (laughs) as long as they stay over there on that side your deer deer is safe (laughs) over there right my deer over here that that, you know that's a different story um (laughs) But she threatened to call the cops, which, you know, I think that was just her bluff because I think she's done it enough times where they've come out and, you know, told her where she was trying to bluff. And I said, well, yet again, that's yeah. pro- no problem. I, I can call a warden, yeah. you know, and, you know, we just let the wardens figure it out. Like, you know, there yeah. isn't I'm not going to go back and forth with her, you know, and I was like, yeah. listen, if you call the wardens or call whatever, I'm going in. I got work to do. I'll see them when yeah. they come out. Of course, never came out anything like that. And unfortunately, like you're just going to get that, you know, and try to handle it as best as you can, because at the end of the day, if we act out, we're the ones that are going to look bad. Oh, absolutely. Exactly. You know, you, ha- you have to yep. go to it. You have to go in with the right mindset. You have to go into yep. it. And I think we can all appreciate that. And we understand that you have to go into it thinking that you're going to meet resistance in most cases. Yeah. And from yeah. all of my experiences this year, I can, you know, definitely attest to that. And that's a, it's a thing. I don't know if it's, 
I feel like it's a Jersey thing and I'm sure there's some other States that are that way as well, but I just, the bulk of my buddies in other States like Kentucky and Iowa and all these different places, they just don't run into this stuff. But I think it's because it's a different culture, but it's, but it's also weird because culture is embedded in our areas, whether it's where you guys are at or down here where I am and other parts of the state, like that's, it is people know they understand so they shouldn't it shouldn't be this weird thing where people are oblivious to the fact that hunting takes place and that we have rights um i think it's they're they're just trying to do everything they can to maybe keep keep things um the way the way they want them for lack of a better way to say that i had a guy early, early this year i was going into a piece and I was speaking with him because he had a, a building that he leases that butts up to the, to the, the public. And so I went, I was talking to him about maybe parking on his land. He's like, no, nah, no, nah, I don't want that. And everything. I'm like, that's cool. That's fine. I'll park right over here. There's a spot off the road. And he's like, you know, I don't even really know why you're going in there. There's, there's no deer in there anyway. And so I just kind of <laughs> smiled. I looked at him and I just said, you know what, man, that's cool. You keep telling people that. All right. You just yeah. keep telling people there's no deer yeah. in there. That would be great. <laughs> I'm not going to show oh, you. Yeah. Our truck camp photos. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I love no, when I people get, say that. Oh yeah. I used to get the whole thing where everybody used to be like, Oh, Oh, we already drove it or something. You know, we kicked everything out. There's don't, don't go waste your time. You know? So yeah, I, I, I love, listen, I'm, I don't know if people ever believe me, but I'm pretty damn honest when I, when I talk to people, like I, yet again, like I'm not going to give you the direct coordinates to, to my spot, but I'll tell yeah. you about the area. Like, especially if you're a new hunter, it's like, all right, like, cause I, if it happens often, like, Oh, like, you know, man, I'm struggling. Like I don't see it. And I'm like, well, you know, sometimes I'm like, yeah, you know what? There really isn't that many. The deer population here just really isn't that strong anymore. It used to be, right? Yep. You could walk these fields and you'd see 12, 13, 14, 15 deer. Now you'd be lucky if you see one. And I'm being 100% honest, whether yeah. they believe me or not, yep. because people do lie. Like now, you know, they're like, oh, they're talking about big bucks. I'm like, yeah, you know, they're. There's, there's, you know, they're, they're around. You just gotta, you gotta find them. Like you have to go deep, honestly, and you have to get into the nitty gritty, nasty stuff. I'm, I'm gonna, I tell them straight up or be smart and hunt around residential. If you can hunt that public that butts up against private, then you're in great. Cause you know what we talk about on the podcast anyway. So, you know, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to whatever, but I'm not going to give drop you my coordinates. I'm not yeah, going to, no. I'm not going to show you yeah, that, yeah, but no. listen, you have on X, you guys can look yeah. this up, you know, yeah, please by it. all means yeah. Spartan forge on X, go download it and you can find this stuff too. I'm not telling you where I found my deer or the yeah, small you know. little pieces that I would like to keep for my own, you know, and, and I struggled with that too. Cause I got two guys that, moved into our neighborhood this this year that I met and they're like they saw me wearing some you know hat whatever sitka or whatever it was and they're like oh do you hunt and I'm like like yeah yeah I hunt they're like do you hunt around here and I'm like yeah sure and they're like oh man I really want to get into it where do I go and I'm like well you know Wharton State Forest is is just around the corner here like you can you know and then you know listen it's it's just the way it goes. Like, yes, yeah. we have our spots and yes, we're territorial because, and especially down here. And I would imagine to a certain extent up in your guys area too, 
there's a lot of people and you're on top of each other and yep. it's a it's a definitely a, a lot of hunters that are using small finite amount of resources so yeah it's almost like you got to take turns you know yeah no absolutely because i think i'm i might have told mike this um it was one day i think it was in september i went to my stand already had a lock on it's been there for a while now went to go get in it all of a sudden i saw some move in the corner eye. there's literally a guy set up 30 yards (laughs) facing my tree stand and i just looked at him and i was like all right just like let's calm down like you know and i was like hey like you know i gotta stand over here he was like He's like, oh yeah, I saw. I didn't know that you were coming today. He's like, but if you would have came earlier, I would have moved. But it was only like three o'clock in the afternoon when it gets dark at like almost eight o'clock, you know. So I was like, all right, yeah, See, no problem, you know. That right there drives me crazy, and I will be yep. complete like yet again. That I hate that more than anything. Because and it's more like I can't think of everyone to think the same as me or or the guys that I hunt with and hang out with and everything like that. But like I talk about all the time, whenever I find a spot and there's already stand there, okay, that X is yep. off that that area, and I got to move at yep. least a minimum of at least a hundred, hundred fifty. You know, it depends yeah. on how thick. But like I got to move. Yeah. I'm always like when I'm pre-scouting a spot that I've never. Yes, I'm looking down at the ground to see, you know, sign and everything like that. But I'm also a lot of it is I'll stop and I look and I'm looking for stands. I'm looking for blinds, looking for trail cameras. Yep. You got to use other people to scout and not to hunt over their setup or or right next to them. But it's like, all right, now I know I have to have to respect this person. Like, can you can would I be mad if someone walked up on my spot and hunted right next to me yes would i be mad that someone walked up on my spot and went a couple hundred yards away and cut me off no because at least he's being respectful enough to give me the space and you know working around that you know that i can't be mad at him for probably doing what i would i would probably do exactly the same thing and you know what yeah Yeah, he just made an adjustment before i could make my adjustment but hunting right on top of somebody like i I can't, I can't stand that. You know, there's been times no, where you go out and within a, I don't know, <laughs> a 10th of a mile, I found seven stands all like right next to each other. And they're all gun hunters. I know for a fact they're yeah. all gun hunters because no one bow hunts it during that time of the year. And I'm literally like, I'll look and I'm like, how, how, how do people like <laughs> to hunt on top of one another? Like, I don't want to get into my spot and yeah. be able to wave right next door <laughs> and like, no, I don't want to yeah. do that. I not like with, to be so far away. No. Not with a bow and definitely not with a gun. There's yeah, no absolutely. way I want to be, <laughs> no way I want to be, you know, and it's, and that's the thing too, right? It's, I ran into that tonight walking through the woods and seeing that stuff. And I'm like, you know, first of all, that's my exact thought actually, Mike, just like you said, as I don't want to be anywhere near these people because yeah. I know, and it's, listen, it's no, no offense to, to you, but you want to put a feeder out on public land and you want to hunt over bait and that's your modus operandum for how you do things. That is totally cool. I mean, that's fine. But I know that that's not where big bucks are coming in, not in daylight, not in maybe the rut, but most likely not because I saw so few nice bucks, like 
mature bucks come in on bait this year. They avoided it like the plague, honestly. And I think that's a mm-hmm. like during daylight hours at least. And I think that's a normal behavior, for, especially for our pines deer down here, which are already pretty skittish. You know, they're wary of everything because yeah. they they're the the pressure is constant. It's constant all year round because there are people out scouting. There are people driving by. You know, I've stopped on the side of the road to see just a glass a field. You know, I don't even have access. To, I don't even have access or permission to hunt. It's, it's, it's private. And I'll stop. And within, if I don't move within 30 seconds, those deer are moving. And I know those deer are pressure. And that's in the off season. And they're doing that. So as far as going out into the woods, I don't want to be anywhere near where people are putting a ladder stand and a perma stand up and, and a, and a feeder. Cause those aren't the kind of deer that I'm after. You know, I want to be away. I know I got to go yeah. deeper and if they're, but that's the beauty of it because if you're drawn like those hunters of anything and that style of hunting is helping us because they're drawing the deer into an area and they're pulling them in. So maybe I don't have to go two miles in to find these deer. They're going to come in the area but maybe I only have to go two or 300 yards away from that in order to get on a deer, a buck that's bedded, who he is maybe coming in in the night to get a snack, you know, or he's browsing in the area. So I don't know. I think there's a positive, you know, there's, there's a way to look at it, look at that situation positively for sure. But I totally agree. There's no way. I mean, it, all things are relative. If I'm going into Wharton state forest and I want to set up next to a guy 50 yards away or 30 yards away, it's public. You can, you know, you, you can, can do yeah. that. Yeah. Is that a yeah, total, you, you know what move? <laughs> yes. Yeah. And I would never do yeah. it, you know, cause you're just yeah. going to tee the, you're just going to tee the guy off. Right. Yeah. I've seen it yep. plenty. I mean, yep. the area that where I killed yeah. my buck this year, the third time I was scouting there, I came in and I met this gentleman before he owns the property that the public butts up to. And I'm walking within 20 yards of his property line and I come back and I see him and he's literally standing there in waders and jean shorts with his arms crossed, staring me down. And I'm like, Oh, here we go. And I'm like, Oh, hello. So-and-so. Yeah. I met you last year with so-and-so we were out here scouting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. You going to hunt this? Uh, Honestly, sir. I don't know. I mean, well, I mean, you know, uh, I'm old and, um, you know, there's no deer back in there anyway. And, uh, and, uh, and I'm like, well, sir, I, I couldn't tell you if I'm going to hunt here or not this year. I'm, I'm scouting, you know, it's July. Um, I can't, I can't tell you. I said, nor really is it your business. You know, I was trying to be very diplomatic and nice about it. And he yeah. got, he got infuriated. He's like, well, I don't have much longer on this earth to live. And my sons and I want to kill some deer too. And, <laughs> you know, and I'm like, geez, man, like, well, you know, there's 400 acres out here in this place. Why are you going to be right up next to my property? I'm like, well, because that's where the deer are, sir. Like, I don't want to go over. I don't want to go. I don't want to go over into the scrub pines yeah. where there's no browse and no food. I'm over here in this yeah. area with the deciduous where there is browse, and that's why. So, come on, don't be silly, man. But yeah, those are the experiences you have. Yeah. You know, I'm not. I'm not even yeah. 20 or 30 yards, you know, away from him. It's just in general. Yep. Anyway. Yeah. No, I, I completely get it. Um, and I also get, you know, before we move on, I, I get protecting your smaller pieces way more. Like that is a big hush hush for me. Like yeah. those smaller oh, yeah. pieces are yeah. the key to giants, you yeah. know, and yeah. those are the areas that 
I'd much rather keep my small air spots than my, you know, big ones, obviously. And it's not, it has nothing to do with walking in. It has nothing to do with the distance walking in. But my odds of killing a bigger buck, I think, are, are probably like double in those small ears because it's unpressured. Most people don't think to hunt there. Yep. And, you know, these deer are, deer are a little more relaxed. And plus, they're using private property constantly. So they're, they feel pretty yeah. safe within yep. that, you know, avenue that they're, they're traveling on. Um, so those are the, uh, those, those hidden gems there. Those are the, uh, spots that are, you just zip the lip and just. Oh, Absolutely. Yeah. I had the mentality of that. <laughs> I had yeah. deer in my backyard this yeah. morning. I, I left for work at yeah. four in the morning, uh, to cover the morning show. And I had deer right, right in our backyard, right. You know, trying to browse through our garden and, uh, I'm sitting there. I'm like, man, like we, we got it pretty good through here. And that's probably what I'm going to spend more time doing is trying to get in to the adjacent parts that connect to these honey holes and trying to scout them more to see, because these bucks they're they're you know, we've got a huge development that's right next to us. There's over a hundred homes in it and they're three quarter to an acre lots. It's a huge development. Mm-hmm. The deer are literally bedding and living in these people's backyards. You know what I mean? And then they're traveling through the one area, yeah. what we call our honey hole is a transitory area. And it's a perfect, it's a giant transitory area to go from one development to another. And then they live in these places. It's not uncommon. It's just the way the neighborhoods and everything is built around here. Yep. Yeah. Definitely. See, see, Definitely like, agree. especially up by me, the, the only thing that hurts me with, with like the property I hunt is you have to park in their parking areas you can't just drive and pull off the side of the road. Oh, look at this spot. It has to be in their parking area. So sometimes I'll find a honey hole, but it's like, there's no way I can access it because I have to park there, you know? So question, that's what question. Makes... Yes. <laughs> anyway, the wife can drop you off. I have had that happen a few times. I tell her, you know, not so much anymore, but I used to have her drop me off at first. So then you still get the stairs. Like how, how did he get in here? Where, where did he come from? You know? So I'm thinking I got to try to find more of my honey holes and try to have that as a possibility. Yeah. So yeah for sure i think it's it, i just think it's crazy like there's so much pro- like places to park and everything like we shouldn't have to park in your parking area but whatever it's what yeah, you want yeah, to do it's I, 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 I get it <laughs> well yeah i mean and that's and like i said maybe said before like my opening day doe i killed on a two and a half acre piece of public mm-hmm. and i did not park anywhere near it I, I have a, this is cool, right? So everybody's mm-hmm. in, not to go too far into another subject, but everybody's into the motorized bikes, the e-bikes and all that, right? And I'm like, yeah. I, can't, I can't afford that. <laughs> I, I can't yeah. afford that. So I went online and I'm like, I bet you I can get a pedal, big fat tire bike. And I bought one for 150 bucks. Like, it's like a $700 bike. Somebody wanted to get rid of it. And I'm like, cool, I'll pedal. I got no problem with that. Great. Now I got mm-hmm. a fat tire bike. I can do it. I put liners in it. Awesome. So I'll park somewhere else and I'll ride to that spot. No one has any idea that I'm ducking into this little area over there. 
you know, yeah. you got to do what you can to protect your spots. You know, that's just Absolutely. one of those little, little, little tricks right there that I learned. Yeah. And I'm like, and I even went so far as to even buy like the military grade netting, you know, that goes over it. <laughs> I roll it up, yep. put it on the back of the bike with a bungee. When I get done, I ditch the bike. I lay that over top of it. You can't see it from the road. You can't see it anywhere. You know, it's love well, Great. Yes, actually, that's, a, that's, that's a great topic. Yeah. I, I'm happy because yeah. I actually was going to tell Frank to, you know, because I know you also hunt by your house, like get a, yeah. get a bike, you know, listen, yeah. I've had my eye on an e-bike for a while now. Yeah, I pull the trigger on it. Every year I go to the outdoor <laughs> show, Bianca and I go and we'll literally sit there and I'm like, well, maybe if we had like, uh, no. yeah. I know this year or the next two years, it's definitely a hell no, but yeah. you know, maybe <laughs> someone will buy it for me for a wedding present. Um, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. But there you go. I do yeah. want to, I do want to eventually get an e-bike. Um, but something I really want to get into and I'm hoping it can be this upcoming year. I just need to find the place to store it is kayaking in. Oh man. Yes. Yeah. Or yes. canoe, you know, whichever and using the yes. water access to, to get into some of these spots. And I've been yeah. like the last few years, like that has been like one of my goals. Um, and I'm hoping to eventually achieve that where I think the guys that do it, that it's, it's so smart. Like you it is get yeah. to get into these spots that really no one else is going to get into, you know, yeah. and that would help on just public land so much. Um, There's nothing you know, sexier than seeing a deer in a canoe. Right. I mean, it's oh, just, absolutely. Right? <laughs> I absolutely. see it like someone, uh, some of the guys that yeah. fell on Instagram, I saw them earlier this year and I just, I, I tagged them in a repost on a story and I just wrote life goals like on their photo, yeah. you know, right. it's like, no, but it, it is, is. Yeah, it legit cool. is. no, it is. Cause like a lot of my spots are literally by the river. Same. So, yep. and I always got to walk there, which is always, you know, a mile and a half, two miles, whatever it is. But I've always told my wife, like, I got like this 12 foot boat, but I'm like trying to pull that out of the back of my truck at three in the morning by myself. Oh, like, man. yeah, like that's, you know, that's a hassle. So actually I was telling her, actually, I think like a week ago, I was like, hey, like, I think I'm going to look in the alternative. That way I could go down the river to my spots and possibly find new ones using the Onyx. Yep. She's yep. like that's a smart idea because <laughs> i don't want to help you drag you can you get yourself the propeller yeah. too and then oh, especially yeah. getting back upstream or you know wherever you're going i mean that's going to make it a lot easier on you um you know then you know my only thing is i'm clumsy as hell i am with all this camera gear i you just i heard that's the one thing you just got to be really careful doing you know, oh, but yeah. I love those hunts. Yeah. Um, yet again, a dream hunt of mine is Alaskan bull moose doing a float hunt. So oh, like the goodness. water canoeing it, that is like, I can do that for whitetail deer and which it will become a thing. You know, once I pull the trigger and find the storage where I could put that, you know, a canoe, yeah. then it's gonna, then it's gonna, it's, it's gonna happen. But until then, you know, yeah. Just, just, just sit and wait top, and I'll to the top of your truck. It'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but it, it's like, you know, Steve said, it is, it is just sexy seeing those pictures. It is yeah. our hunting. It's our hunting porn. Like it's like, whenever I, yeah, be like, what are you looking at? And it's like, it's yeah. just a buck and a canoe. And you know, you yeah. see 
the antlers and everything like you know it's it's my guilty like thing that i like i love like if i see a video on youtube or anything like that it is a must click like yeah i will watch yeah, that same here. or any other video like it is it's probably one of the coolest ways i think to access a area to hunt um by I, far. Th- I, th- I think i'm gonna have to I'm going to have to make one of those memes where you see the, the man and the woman laying in bed and the girl's like, yes. I bet he's thinking about other women. And I just want to put a bubble yeah. <laughs> of a deer in a canoe up. That's it. I think I'm going to have to make that. 100%, I will repost yes. that. There you go. Yeah, yeah. That is, that's, that is, it, it's, it's true though. Like it, it yeah, absolutely. It but, um, um, Steve, why don't you yeah. give us your segment that you texted us about the other day? And oh yeah. yeah. This one's going to be a good one, guys. So it's 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 funny, and it's it doesn't have to just be this season. It could be last season, too, or any season for that matter. But I was thinking about it because I literally, on my way out this past week on Friday, I left something in the woods. And so I text Mike, and I text the guys. I was just like, we need to do a segment on things that you left in the woods during the season, either by accident or intentionally. So... Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I guess I'll start off. I, yeah. On, on, yeah. yeah. And it, you know what? It's this one has happened more than once. So on my Matthews bow, I have the stand. I can't remember what it's called, whatever, but it's a, it's a stand that clips onto it. So that you can just rest it on yeah. the ground and uh, the engaged limbs. That's what it is. And so I put that, I, I always have it on my bow when I'm practicing and, and it's always in the garage hanging that way. Cause I'll take it out. And so many times a season I have taken it out into the car, drive to my spot. And most of the time I remember to take them off before I head in. But this past time, past couple of times I've gone in with them and I get to the tree line and I'm like, ah, son of a gun. So I set it down somewhere where I think I'm going to remember it. And I never remember it. So I've left those in the woods before. Uh, I got a really cool, one of my favorite cheap, upgrades that i did this year was i bought one of those hss bow uh retractable bow uh lines it's just like a little yeah hand yeah, crank yeah yeah, yeah. yeah yeah the little and handles it's, yeah it's like 30 bucks or it's like 30 feet i think they're like 24 dollars. and so one time on my saddle it got clipped and it, and it came off and it pulled the metal bar away from the device and from that point forward i could never get it as snug against the plastic and so I, so many times I've dropped it. I've left it in the driveway once cause I knocked it off by accident. Well, on the hunt that I did in the snow, as I was, as I was getting up into the stand, I knocked it off and it fell into the snow and I'm like, I got to get that when I leave. And sure enough, I got down and I remembered it, but it was dark and I like, and it's cold and my hands in the snow. And I'm like, I'm not digging for it in the snow right now. And and now it's been like a week and a half. And I'm like, I got to get back in there and get this. Not that I couldn't order another one, but I hate the idea of leaving something in the woods. Like, Oh my gosh. What do you got, Frank? Yeah, no, I was definitely, uh, (laughs) helping me quite a bit this year. So I've left, I've dropped literally my, like my harness rope for when I get up in the tree, you know, to harness up. I thought I put it in my bag. I go to look at my bag. It's not there. It's standing five feet from my tree stand. You know, I've dropped flashlights. I've dropped my knife this year. Like, 
Like, I just can't win. My wife's like, seriously, like, you're just going to leave all your stuff out there, you know? I'm like, no, nah, I'll go back and get it. I was like, I got to try to retrace my steps to make sure I find it first. But <laughs> it's always something, man. It's, <laughs> it's crazy. What, what about you, you Mike? Oh, well, first of all, I don't I can't remember if I told this on the podcast this year or not. Um, I might have, but I'm I, I'm not sure. And for anyone who's new and hasn't listened to the story, this year, midsummer, I started dealing with um, a lot of allergies. My allergies were I've never really had an allergy problem, but mm-hmm. this year, like everything was just on a whole other level because how warm winter has been. And my doctor said, basically, everyone's on a whole different level. So before I knew it was my allergies, first of all, I thought I was dying. But I would get like all dizzy and everything like that, and all in heat. Like you, it just felt horrible. Where I feel like lightheaded, or whatever the case is. My I had fluid in my ears, everything like that. Like everything mm. was going wrong. So going into the season, it was still going on. I wasn't on any uh, allergy meds yet or anything like that. Um, and it got to October, and at this point, it had gotten so bad that I was actually having brain fog. Mm-hmm. I was just forgetting things. I over the summer, like I drove home with my tailgate open. I thought oh, I closed it, drove all, yeah. almost all the way home. A, a, a guy on the, you know, I got out to 24 and he pulls up now. He goes, your tailgate's open. So I pulled over. Thank God my bow didn't fly out. Like everything was good. So that was a scare. But the worst thing, it was at the range before a black bear hunt. And you know, usually I don't have my quiver on my bow, but this time I did. And I'd taken it off when I was practicing, sending some arrows. And then I got into a conversation with uh, a couple of guys and just completely I left it there. Didn't notice for like two or three days because I still went out and hunted. And I did not notice that hunt that I did not have my quiver because I was doing more of like a scout and, and stalk and, and spot and stalk. So I wasn't mm-hmm. going to stand, didn't set all my stuff up. I had it all on my back. And went home, still didn't notice. And I think I went to work the next day. And then like a day or two later, I go to hunt and I'm like, where's my quiver? I'm like, where, where? I know it was here. Like, I, where is it? I'm free. I'm looking all over the place. Like, I'm looking through the truck, everything like that. And I'm like, I freaking left it at the range. So I went back to the range. It was gone. Someone, so someone got a free Hoyt quiver with four oh, arrows with man, all my separate tips on it. Um, for like fully custom, you know, great. Like, cool. Like you would think people would hand that in at the range. Like, yeah. Listen, yeah, exactly. I would have, I, I, I wish they would have, um, or at least listen, give me the quiver back. Because <laughs> you can't really <laughs> use it, like you, yeah, you really can't. Yeah. Okay, you take or you take the broadheads. Like, all right, I understand that you left the arrows or whatever. You take the broadheads and the, you know, my lighted knocks. Okay, whatever. I I get that. Leave me the, the you know, everything else because you know <laughs> yeah. I'll just throw more stuff on it. Like, so I had right. to go. Literally that day, I was freaking out. Call the store. I was like, hey, you guys got it there. Like, this is what I need. They're like, yep, we got it. Drove all the way there. Picked it up, drove all the way back. And I was like, I was going to go hunt. But then I was like, you know what? It's already like, it's, it's too late. Like, let me, I, this has been a terrible, like terrible time. Like, let me just go <laughs> home. Went home, set up my quiver again. And, you know, 
then I started getting on allergy meds and stopped forgetting things. But, you know, I don't forget usually. It's usually like stuff fall out of my bag. Um, yeah. You know, I've, I've yep. two years ago, two or three years ago, last day of the season, shot a doe, gutted her. And this was my fixed bait buck knife that I, I love this knife so much. And I just threw it into the cavity of the deer because it was I didn't want to put it back in and everything like that because I still didn't get a chance to clean it. So I threw it into the cavity of the deer, dragged the deer out, <laughs> knife yeah. fell out. <laughs> oh, no. So yeah. there's somewhere in the uh. woods at one of the spots. That, and I went back and I looked. I was like, OK, I tried retracing my steps, but it was also pitch black when I was doing this, and everything like that. And never been able to find it. So eventually someone will find that knife years yeah. and years and years later to come probably you know and it's gonna be a fossil yeah right yeah no, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah someone's gonna be like oh this yeah. is the tool they used to use back you know yeah. 100 years ago so, so what is ne- this? Ne- next time next time you <laughs> yeah. gotta make sure you put the knife up in the esophagus that way it won't come out yeah smart smart yeah no definitely yeah. well um, and then the last thing I do this probably once a year, whether it's in the off season or whatever, because I like to hang my cameras up in a tree. So when I'm either setting up, changing batteries, doing whatever I do, I'm also I'll bait, I'll throw minerals out. I will do multiple stuff. Sometimes Mm -hmm. I'll leave my sticks there and completely forget. And I'll never forget. I think this was this was like two years ago. And these are these are my B sticks. So I only take one with me. So, yeah. But a B stick, you know, runs you about a hundred dollars stick. So I don't, I don't want to lose these. These are, I love <laughs> these are my favorite sticks. And <laughs> I guess I don't know when I went to change batteries or whatever, but I completely left the stick <laughs> right there, and I didn't notice for like a good two weeks until I went back and hunted that specific spot. And I climb all the way up, get set up, and I'm looking around. And I look at the tree and I'm like, it looks like my stick. <laughs> I'm looking, I'm like, that is my stick. I'm like, oh my God. I was like, I forgot my stick here. Like, and I knew someone else was there. Like, I got a person on the camera and everything mm-hmm. like that. Thank God they left the stick and everything yeah. like that. Um, yeah, thank God. Um, awesome. And yeah. I think it could have been because I had, they probably saw that I had a cell camera and I had a picture yeah. of them. Um, but it's yeah, amazing uh, that little, that little bit of accountability with the camera. Yeah. <laughs> what they oh, I, I, yeah, I think it, they make, it will get them thinking. <laughs> it does. It a hundred percent does. Like I've had cameras, I've had SD cameras broken into. I've had SD, like, I'm knock on wood. You know, I haven't mm-hmm. had one, you know, but I've had SD cards, like the actual cards stolen, you know, and mm-hmm. to me, so it's, I, I'd rather you take the cell cam. I mean, not the cell cam. I'd rather you take the SD yeah. cam than, than the SD card. Leave me the SD card. <laughs> right. You know, exactly. Camera, yeah, take yeah. The camera. Like, you know what I mean? But ever since I've I've gotten um, cell cameras, I think it's just something, one, people just notice a lot more. Plus, they're hooked up to yeah. your account. So even if you do steal it, you can't. Like, I don't know if there's – you could probably do it, re, you know, rewire it or whatever the case but i'm not 100 yeah. percent sure because it depends on the all... camera yeah um yeah. i know the, the reveal ca- the reveal cams have their own sim cards so yeah you, and you can't get i mean you have to open up that camera in order to get 
to it, you're basically, I think it's hardwired in. So it's like soldered mm-hmm. into the board. It's not like a traditional, like, you know, regular phone where you can pop it out, that kind of a SIM card. Because yeah. yeah. when I had my cam, my Reveal Cam XB stolen this year, I contacted Reveal and they're like, oh yeah, if anybody takes that camera and they try to, you know, bring it back online, we'll get a notification now that you've told us it's stolen and mm-hmm. our GPS will track it mm-hmm. and we'll have the cops go out and confiscate it. I was yeah. like, whoa, stellar. Okay, awesome. all right. That's yeah. uh, yep. There's a selling point. So I don't know if all the cell companies do that, but I know Reveal does. Yeah, I, I yep. Yeah, I've I've heard great things about Reveal, and I, I run Moultrie now too as well. Huge fan of Moultrie. Uh, we'll break those yep. down in like a YouTube video and stuff like that. Um, nice. But I, I don't. It, it's definitely you know something that I think it's it's always in, and it's always in my mind. Like I'm not going to yeah. steal somebody's th- stuff, but like yeah, I just don't like being on somebody else's trucking because they're going to think that I may be up to no good. So I just yeah. don't like the yeah. as, the assumption. So I try to avoid cameras as much as I can because I just don't want someone to assume and then me be yeah. on the internet even though I didn't, you know, I'm not taking yeah. your stuff. Like I could care less. Like I'm not. I believe in karma, so I'm not going to take your stuff. Sure. Because right. you know I don't yeah, want yeah. my stuff stolen. You know. No. Um. So it, it's. I think it gives some people, especially if it's up high, and that's why I put my yeah. cameras up high. Like that's a whole yeah. other yep. avenue. It's like. Oh, now I got to work to get this thing down. And I definitely might yep. have my face on that camera and everything like that. So it's a big, yep. like, it's a big no, no. So yep. if you're looking to get into cell cameras, that's a really good reason to, it's going to cost you money. Yes. But it's a really good reason to get into cell cameras. And if you do yep. immediately buy an extra stick, like you said, yep. I'd even recommend getting a double, get a, Get an Amsteel two-step aider as well. Yeah. So you can really, I mean, I put my yeah. cameras at 15 to 16 feet. I mean, I can get them up all, well, yeah, almost that high. 12 to 15 probably is more accurate. Mm-hmm. But I put them up that high. The average person, they might be carrying a stick in. They are the chances. I mean, I'm not trying to give anybody any ideas here, but the chances that they're bringing in a stick with a two-step aider as well, I mean, is just... My dad would always say a locked door keeps honest people honest, you know? So it's like just that yeah. little extra bit of prevention, you know, yeah. for that, it might, it, it might save you. It might save you a camera. It might, might save you a hundred, 150 bucks, you know, and maybe yeah. that's worth it, you know? And, um, I mean, I'm the same way as you are too, Mike, as far as being on camera, like I don't even care about people thinking I'm stealing stuff. Cause obviously I'm not, I just don't want, especially like we just got done talking about in a very territorial area. I don't want people knowing that yeah, I'm that in there. I just, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. I just, and yeah. I, I, for, I've had a dollar for every cell cam that I walked past scouting this year and early, like over the summer. And I just, I'll tell you what, it raised my aware, my awareness. You know, it's like yeah. when I'm walking through the woods, the first thing I'm looking for are feeders and, and, you know, uh, hang on or mostly ladder stands or, you know, yeah. Uh, hang-ons with with the double rungs going up and my my immediate thing is okay where's the cell cam where's the cell cam yeah. i know it's here and i did that tonight yeah. when i found the feeder i'm like walking all mm-hmm. i'm like a good <laughs> 50 yards out and i'm like all right if i'm 50 yards out for the most part i'm probably not going to be on this person's camera and i sidestepped around and they had it on the opposite side of the feeder and i'm like all right there you are i got you yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, because I had somebody one time, I guess, I was walking in the dark, they got me on camera, and the guy actually found me on Facebook. <laughs> oh, jeez. Re- re- reached out to me, it was like, hey, we hunt the same area, like, I would like to talk to you about it, get more information. I was like, oh, hey, like, sure, you know, like, and I was like, how the hell did he find me on Facebook? You know, like, it was just, it was crazy. I was like, I was like, oh, that's, God. That's, cre- <laughs> that, that's, that's creeper mode right there, man. Yeah, I was like, I don't and, know if I, all right, like, <laughs> It's yeah, not right? me person though. <laughs> what he and what and what he really wanted was he didn't want to share and he wanted to be able to manipulate the situation. That's absolutely. I, I shouldn't absolutely. say that's always the case because I've had good interactions like mm-hmm. that. Some of my close friends now, obviously, are, that's how I met them. Is we hunted the same area and became friendly. But then there's plenty of other, you know, yeah. <laughs> situations where that's just not <laughs> yeah. the case. Yeah. Yeah. You hunt on well, Tuesdays? Oh yeah, okay. Well, yeah. I won't hunt on Tuesday then. All right, sure. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Listen, yeah, I, I agree. Listen, I've met a lot of great people. Uh, you know, I've mm-hmm. a lot. Absolutely. Um, you know, but it's always a before I, you know, it's always a test. I, it's different, you know, with the podcast. So I do a lot of advertising and stuff like that. Like I give out the business card and everything like that. You know, that's how you're gonna, you know, marketing is. But it's. Before I do, I got to, you know, it's reading the room. You got to like, mm-hmm. it's yep. so much easier to feel somebody out in person than, yep. oh, hey, I saw you on it. Like, you saw me on a camera and yep. you searched me up. Um, mm-hmm. That's a red flag right there to me. Like, uh, yeah, I don't <laughs> No, I don't yeah. want to meet up with you. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I might like, go missing. No, like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You want to put a business card on my car or something, you know, like that's how yeah. I, I, that's how my, my buddy Larry and he left his business card and uh, on the side and, and it took me a couple of weeks, but I finally called him. <laughs> I was like, man, yeah, yeah. What's, I'm on public. When are you going to try to tell me I can't hunt here? And you know, we hit it off immediately as soon as I called him and it was my wife. I don't know if I told you this before, but my wife was the one was like, are you intimidated? Why won't you just call this guy? Like, yeah. All right, cool. Now I just got shamed by my wife. Okay. I guess I'm going to make the call. <laughs> yeah <laughs> so let's get into our our our, our newest segment and it's going to be i guess dummy of the week or whenever we do this <laughs> <laughs> so on december 6 2023 cp or you know del viala was contacted for a complaint of a dumped bear carcass along this along the roadway in high point state park Davella and Lieutenant Holmes met with the complaint, uh, complaint and located a total of three dumped bear carcasses. The bear carcasses were collected and taken to Winningham Bear Check Station to be weighed and, and a record search of potential suspects was completed. One of the bear carcasses had a distinct wound that a wildlife worker remembered seeing on a bear that was checked on Monday at the Flatbrook Bear Check Station. Three bears were brought in at the same time to be weighed on Monday evening and were to were of similar size to the dumped bears that were recovered along the roadway. Through several phone interviews and the three hunters who had harvested the dumped bears were contacted and confessed and the confessions were obtained. Summons uh, for dumped for dumping a carcass on state property and for not removing all the edible meat from the carcass were issued to the hunters. From the December 2023 Borough of Law Enforcement Report, Fish and Game Council. Yeah. 
First of all, my reading was terrible on that. I am sorry about that, guys. I will get I will get better once I have to like once I do this more and I'm reading and also remembering that I'm recording a podcast and it's like it's just, it's just you know it's it's a little uh, got my mind going a little bit. But what? First of all, bear meat is so good to waste to waste all that. All of that meat. Yeah. You're an idiot just alone for doing that. If you're and I'm a huge believer of you eat what you kill. I yep. get it. Yep. If you're, yep. you're hunting coyotes for, you know, and you could say the same thing about bear, too. But bear is an actual like it is a great meat to have. I can't uh, talk on coyote or fox because I've never had coyote or fox. And I, you know, would I try it? Yes, I, I, I would definitely try it. But that is you know, for me, you know, we got to get those numbers down to help the turkey population. With yeah. bear, it's it is known to be a good meat. Like, hey, listen, if you're not going to eat it, donate it. Just donate the yeah. meat. Don't throw it out. Yeah. Donate that yeah. meat. I mean, that's what the journal yeah. talks about: uh, wanton waste, right? Yep. Want wanton waste is what I think the official term on yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, it's like you're it's you're breaking the law right there. I mean, that's. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know, man. That's, it's not cool, obviously. Know. And it, th- that literally happened. It's like five minutes from my house where they dumped those bears. What's right. up all the criminals up in North Jersey? What's going on, guys? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <I mean. laughs> uh, yeah. that's because we're getting, you know, uh, you know. So we got all, we got, all poor, we got yeah. all poor people down here. We can't afford to, 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 to throw a carcass in yeah, the woods. I, so when he said I, that, I, I was like, oh, my God. I wonder what I wonder if they're going to re- let it know what their sentence or what you know their tickets are going to be. But it's it's perfectly what we're talking about last last podcast. You know, yeah. Yeah. Is that something that I believe that they should lose their license over? I don't I don't think so. But I think it needs to be a pretty big fine. Like, I think that's something that where it's yeah. like, hey, listen, this is the case where you do this again. Yeah, you're 100 percent losing your license, but we're yeah. going to find the hell out of you for this. Like, you know, yeah. well, what was the, what's the purpose then? I mean, what yeah. did they just take the head to have the mount I, or, or I think what did they what was the purpose of killing the animal then? Was it just for sport? I mean, I don't. I mean, I'm sure there are people that are like that, but I, I don't understand that behavior personally. I I think yeah. the problem is that New Jersey, with banning the bear hunts, you have a lot of pissed off people. And I know for it, like I've talked a lot where not saying these people are admitting that they've done this, but they know of pe- people, especially farmers, yeah. that they shoot the bears and that and that they leave them. Like, look mm-hmm. at Peyton's bear. Peyton's bear had a nine millimeter slug yeah. in in its face. Right. Yeah. I imagine a person thought, hmm, I'm going to shoot this bear in the head. It's probably going to die. Right. Right. You know, off speculation, the state created a problem. Murphy created a problem mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. people probably had to do a lot of legal stuff, you know, and. Bears were, were killed or bears are, are now looked at as we need to, to kill them and just whatever. We'll check it in. And at least listen, at least they checked it in like they could easily they probably, you know, not sure. You know, at least they checked it yeah. in. But it's like if you're going to do yeah. it at that point. 
these bears were already checked <laughs> exactly. in. Yeah, like, checked in. Yeah. There's a it's record like, of this. Come on. Exactly. Just go exactly. do something. Put it somewhere else. Especially, Don't dump it on the side of the road. No, not only that, then they dumped in the state park. <laughs> you know, like, did you not think anybody was going to say it? Like, yeah. Right. Well, it's weird. It's, um, <laughs> Listen, I don't, you, you know, Frank, I don't know if you've ever shot a bear, Steve. I don't think you you shot a bear. I, no. It's I a very thorough. 2011. Okay. You, okay. So yeah. it's a very thorough thing, Steve. And for anyone out there yeah. who's listening yeah. doesn't know, we do have episodes where we do explain it and everything like that. But like with American Mike, they knew the, my, all Mike had to do was give the, the crossroads of where he shot his bear and they knew the exact bear. They knew the bear. They told him, like, okay, you killed this bear here. Wow. This is where you killed the bear. Yeah. And it was exactly where he killed the bear. So the thoroughness of the state that goes into these bears, it's it's top notch. Like it it is pretty cool. Like I next time I, mm-hmm. I kill a bear, I'm going to film the whole entire thing because oh yeah. I think it's so yeah, yeah, unique absolutely. and I do like that. It's, it's really cool. Like you're interacting with, you know, a bunch of people that work for the state, the wardens, you know, yeah. um, smart, smart scientists like these, these are guys, they know yeah. what they're doing. You know, they take a tooth sample. They do this. They, they do everything. So, so a question about that, because I was curious about this as soon as you mm-hmm. said that, is that are those metrics and that data has that? been there forever or not forever but has it been there for a long time or is that a byproduct of the non-lethal course that they went in trying to do population management like what where did that come from that they know have that much granular data about these animals do you know that i frank i believe they're doing that when you shot your bear right so this has been a a long time but they also do that with deer too so they from you know before we moved to the uh you can do it online and everything that you had to bring deer into right i don't know if they had the whole you know you had somewhere there to get a two sample and do all these things that i'm not i don't remember that but for now, at least, let's just say from at least probably 2011, 2010, okay, the state of yeah. New Jersey has been doing this thoroughly. Um, yeah. And I don't I don't see them ever stopping. And I actually think, you know what, it's it's a smart idea just to see how healthy their bear population is and everything like that. With deer, it's just a little too much to do just because of. Oh, yeah, I sure. get that. But yeah. with, with bear, I think it's an excellent thing. Like, I think it's something they should always do. I think it's it does help keep people a little more honest yet again. Mm -hmm. And, you know, hopefully this is a learning lesson for any idiot out there that (laughs) do not dump bears. Listen, if I'm telling you. You try it, if you don't want to try it, that's fine. Send it to a shelter or, you know, something like that. Listen, if if you you want to donate to me and give me bear, listen, you DM me on Instagram like that. Listen, I would happily take um bear meat like it is by far like it, it yeah. is up there and that's how much praise yeah. i'm giving um nice. steve and hopefully you'll yeah. you'll be able to try it out at the game dinner and everything like that hopefully sure. it's not gonna be not gonna be gone by the time you know <laughs> it, it, it's probably gonna be right. one of the first things that are, that's gonna be gone is the bear um it, it is just a great it is great eating um meat and you can do a lot of stuff with the fat too so like yeah beautiful animals uh, they're one of my favorite and yeah you know um Dummy of the week goes to that guy. Those guys. guys. 
changed yeah. my opinion a lot on on bear and i'll get into the full backstory sometime you know maybe we can do more about bear related uh podcast yeah. but you guys have already changed my perception of it because my only previous experience with bear hunt was up in um ontario and i was not the one who had a tag but we were up there doing wall a walleye week and one okay, of the people okay. that were with us they had a tag and they they shot a bear with a with a bow and the bear was maybe i don't i couldn't say for sure but maybe 20 30 pounds bigger than a cub you know it was it was a very small bear and i I, we were all excited to go and see the bear, see what they got. And they were, the, the guide was skinning the bear out and had the whole thing hanging over a big 55 gallon blue barrel. And he got to the head and he looked at the, the two people that were, had hunted the bear. And they said, you want, you want the meat? And they just looked at the others and they said, no, we don't want that. And the guy literally just cut the head and fell into the barrel and it was done. And I got so turned off because they didn't take that meat. They didn't use, you know, and this was 20 some years ago. I mean, very early on in mm -hmm. my career, was it cemented in my head? You eat what you hunt. So I was very turned off by that, but it's cool to see you guys and see your excitement about it. And the fact that you're using not only the meat, but the grease and everything else. And there's a yeah. lot to it. And it's made me change my mind. Maybe I will, you know, cause I was very anti hunting yeah. bears for a long time um because of yeah. that experience but now i'm like oh you know maybe maybe i'll give it a chance you know i th i think back then i think it really got more popular with um meat eater you know and steven ranella and him praising yeah. bear meat um you know or you just have to know somebody who from a family or something like that really close yeah. to that that's what they used to do because it's yet again same thing like before i got into and you know shout out to american mike he's the big he's the one that really got me onto hunting bears and his love for for black bear hunting and everything like that and he swore by it um and then i started talking to a lot of people and ever almost i've only met one person so far out of you know the i don't know since 2013 that doesn't like black bear meat you know mm. and i don't know if it's maybe mm. they shot a garbage bear that only that mostly eats out the garbage but if you can get yet again they are what they you know if you got a sure. coastal bear it's gonna be very fishy like that makes sense you yeah. want to mm. listen i want a bear that it eats a lot of berries like i want a black bear yeah. <laughs> like that eats blueberries and raspberries and stuff like that like that's what i right. want yeah um you know they they are what they eat and you know Yet again, before could we we could have literally, and we will have another whole podcast on this when we you know further. In. But I love how because you have to thoroughly cook black bear. Love it. It's not like deer, from what my experience, because I cooked the hell out of it because I am not risking, <laughs> gosh forbid, <laughs> anything. Yep. Because yep. there's fat in the meat, it doesn't overcook like you would cook a deer. Okay. It doesn't like yeah, it actually no. doesn't yeah. dry out the same way. I imagine at some point, yes, it's going to dry out, but it takes a lot longer to dry out than you would be cooking a deer. So deer, obviously medium rare, medium. Yeah. Right. Yep. Black yep. bear. We can't do that. So I took a trichinosis and all the other yeah. things. Yeah. Yeah. You <laughs> yeah. keep that thing well done. Yeah. And then if you're not sure, I always say, 
just cook it even longer, <laughs> you know, That's and just it. make sure but yeah. you'll notice you'll start to see the grease and it, like it's sizzling yeah. and everything like that. Yeah. And then if you don't finish it, you put it in the fridge. I pulled it out the fridge the other day and there's literally grease wow. was on the the meatballs because it still had all that fat. It still has fat yeah. built into the meat, even though it's, it's, I don't, I don't know how to explain it's, it. It's, I'm it's not like, to uh, hungry. like beef marbling almost. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's and I don't know if it depends like on the type like on the time of year you shoot the bear because like Could when be, I shot be. mine it was, yep. it was December and uh, yeah, it was like the December. same thing when we were skinning it you were literally your hands were slipping because it was the fat was like so greasy our hands were like literally like slipping off it wow it is it is something that um I I've heard year. Obviously, it's a big, but people don't. Yep. People think that bears only eat meat, or they eat majority. Actually, no, they eat majority of nuts and berries yep. and stuff like. They're actually really clean eaters for the most part. Are they mm. opportunists? Will they go through the garbage? Yes. Will they eat yep. a deer or meat? Yes. But majority of a black bear's diet is actually acorn, berries, things like that. Everything that you know, <laughs> deer eat, and everything you know, most yep. animals. That's that's what they eat. Um. So yeah, but we, I can't wait till can't wait for back black bear season to hit around the corner because we are going to be doing another full dive into into black bear yes. season. Um, Just a quick but, question um, about that: Do yeah. you know how many tags were uh, how many tags were out for lottery and how many were cl- actually um, claimed? So cool thing, they do it like I didn't. I don't do ever do lottery. I stopped. I used to do the lottery. Like, oh, you have to do lottery. Mm-hmm. There's so many tags. Like, it doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't oh, really? get filled up. Yeah, yeah. So oh, it doesn't. I, I it doesn't get. That. No, no. It's kind of like turkey too. For the most part, you're gonna get like something. Yeah. If if you're yeah. gonna yeah. get something, right? And for this, I I just I forgot. Like straight up, the bunch of us did not <laughs> put in for a lottery because we knew, like, all right, like there's gonna be. That's not I don't know why they do the lottery. I don't I don't I really don't because it doesn't make sense to me because it's the same price. It's available. They're not selling out. Um, I don't even think up at where your Frank lives that where they're selling out. Yeah. So you just bought yours OTC. Yep. Wow. Yeah, Yeah, that's what I I did, too. How much is a bear tag? Two dollars. Two bucks. What? Yep. Yeah. Come on. Two dollars. Because it's all right. Here's the thing. Because black bear is under the management, it's a management hunt. Gotcha. It's a management yeah. hunt, which I think they should. That's why Murphy can do what he does. Because wild uh, New Jersey Fish and Wildlife, they don't really, they're not in full control because we're using as a management. Like deer, deer's not under management. Deer's under an actual game animal. From my understanding, what I was told, black bear is not under a game animal. It's under a management okay. hunt. So that's why, from my understanding, and I could be wrong, but from what I heard, that's why, you know, Murphy or whoever wants to get rid of the black bear hunt, they can because now we have three years left to, to hunt black bears. And then they we have to go through the whole situation all over again. Are they extended? Are we going to have the yes? So really? we're under a four-year, yep. So yeah. we got three more years, which – and that's another yeah. thing. You're going to have more problems that pop up. If you ban it again, like just make it a game animal. <laughs> That's it. I tw- bump up that price. I don't believe it should be $2. Is it great that it's $2? Yes, of course. Mm-hmm. But 
yet again, we have one of the most we have the most densely bear population in the state or in the country. Wow. And you're charging two dollars. Yeah, that's wild to me. It's yeah, wild it's, to me. You, you, you're charging two dollars for a bear tag, but you just upped the fees on all the firearm stuff by like five hundred percent. You know, your yeah. FID card went from two dollars to fifty dollars. Your permit to carry went yeah. from fifty dollars to two hundred. You know, it's like, but but no, bear tags two bucks. But that's great. Yeah. But you know, it makes it's, perfect it's, sense. It's a it's a it's a it's <laughs> right? a great thing, but it's also like yet again we talked about the last. If the state wants to make some money. Listen, I'll, I'll easily pay fifty yeah. bucks for a fucking black bear tag. Like, yeah. I'm not. Yeah, sure. Right. Yeah. Well, when you think about who... how much people are paying for elk tags and other animals, yeah. you know, out yeah. there. Yep. Well, and that's. I mean, that's got to be. How many other states have black bear hunt or any any species of bear hunt? Is it something where it's a tourism thing? You know, being able to come to Jersey because of the densely populated bear population to come and do a hunt. Can they push it in that way? Or is it, is it just resident only? See, I would love to do a podcast. I can't wait till we do a podcast. Just, just barely. Yeah, we'll, we'll, I, there's we'll, so much I we'll want to learn. Yeah. We're, we're, yeah. We'll, we'll get into it. Um, <laughs> so we'll, we'll, we'll basically wrap it up. We'll, we'll say our finishing um, things and because we're already pushing it um yet again we hit like yet again two topics yep. i don't think we really got to, to much else um great conversation yeah um, but um it is that time of the year if you are looking for minerals it's about to be fishing season and turkey season head over to to racketers uh sense and lures to check out all your stuff expect listen minerals huge key for this time of the year um the fishing trout uh, lures that he has top-notch i absolutely love them he is coming out with more new products and everything like that so stay tuned we'll of course be mentioning it the minute they they drop and everything like that um it is official we will be at the great american outdoor show i think from the 8th to the 11th i believe frank will be there the sometime at that yeah. weekend our 10th or to 11th yes um we're yeah. waiting on steve to see if he's going to be making it <laughs> waiting on peyton but We'll definitely be there for sure. Um, I'll be there for a couple days. Um, so going to bring the podcast equipment, may do some podcasts, um, but, you know, love going to the show. It's an absolute blast. Um, just found out that um, whether you like them or not, whether whatever your political view is, Trump actually is going to be there. It is. Yeah. Really? So I, it's not because Whoa. I don't want to meet him because I, I don't really care, <laughs> but I'm not going to be at the show while he's yeah. there because the traffic is going to be nuts. Yeah. So I'm not going to even put myself in back. She's like, oh, well, I don't want to go like it at the same, same time. It's like, no, don't worry. We'll go way before because I think he's going to be there at yeah. five o'clock and we'll leave before okay. we have to deal with all that traffic and nonsense. Right. Yeah. Like, oh, it's going to be packed. So, and it's, the show's already packed as it is. I don't want a bunch of nuts whether you like i said whether you like them whether yeah. you're not whether yeah. you agree with them whether, i just don't want to be there for any of that you so, don't need that noise. yeah yeah you you really don't like i want to go <laughs> yeah. it's already busy enough as it is like i want to go do what i need to yeah. do yeah. leave go have like a drink <laughs> at, the, at the bar eat some great food um yep and then also another thing that's official obviously is our uh game dinner 
and on April 6th. It is also the start of New Jersey trout fishing season. So whoever wants to, if you're traveling in, you can come fishing with us. Um, if you're just coming, if you want to just come fishing with us and not even go, whatever, we're going to be fishing during the day. We're going to do the event next day. We're going to be back out at fishing. Um, we're going to be doing a raffle. There's going to be some great food there. Um, we'll, we'll be going over a bunch of stuff. Come meet everyone, not only just us, I, you know, whoever else is coming, the going to have people probably traveling in and everything like that um it's going to be a great time the more i think we'll make be making that official announcement announcement i think on february 6th so give people a two-month notice if i haven't already dm'd you um the people that live especially far i've already already let know like hey just to let you guys know heads up we're going to be doing this if you can make it great i know it's a far travel and everything like that but i wanted to give the people who are really traveling far a head up notice before i let everyone else who lives in jersey and long island like that know yeah. but super excited for that um can't wait to see that our pre-order sales for the shirts just got done so i'll be putting in that order for new sweatshirts and everything like that soon um but guys i think that's i think that's everything um any last words from you guys before we uh, back on in, in next week? <laughs> no. No, just uh, you guys that have another two weeks, get out there, get hanging. You know, That's keep uh, keep your, your stamina up. It's only a few short weeks, and then we'll be on to turkey and postseason scouting, shed hunting, all that. So, you know, finish finish strong. <laughs> finish it. strong. That, that's exactly <laughs> yeah. what it is. I. Listen, I'm not going to lie, people. Last note, I really did not want to go out today. I had to <laughs> myself to go. Yeah. I'm in such the lazy mode right now. It's like that part of the winter yeah. where it's like, uh, like, do I really want to go? But no, just finish it out because I know in yeah. two weeks and one day, I'm yeah. going to be kicking myself in the butt because I'm not out in the woods and I'm bored at home and, and doing all the other stuff that I need to do. So yep. get out there. Yep. Stay safe. Shoot smart. Hope you guys get something down and uh, we'll see you guys next time.